0: Hey guys, welcome to Light Up the World, season one, episode two. This week's guest is my friend Sam, who's known for her clean comedy videos on TikTok and Wednesday night Bible verse breakdown lives. We're going to be talking about the attributes of God. So come on in, make yourself at home and make this your safe place. It's a dark world out there, but don't worry because we're about to light it up. Stay tuned. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Light Up the World, a podcast that aims to bring God's light to a darkened world. My name is Victor Caballero, and I'm 33 years young, husband to an amazing wife and father to a beautiful daughter. And most importantly, Jesus is my everything. I invite you to come on this journey with me, as I bring guests from all over social media to hear their stories and have biblical discussions. I hope and I pray that this lights up your world. So like, comment, share, and subscribe so that you too can share the light with others. Hey everyone, welcome to Light Up the World. I am your host, Victor Caballero. And this week, I have with me my friend, Sam Cross. Sam... It is an honor. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited for today.
0: Absolutely. So, Sam, before we get started, if you could just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you do.
1: Yeah. So, first and foremost, I'm a child of God. That is my identity, and it took me a really long time to come to that conclusion. Um, I grew up in a half-Christian, half-not-Christian household. So I heard the story of Jesus. Um, I accepted him when I was three, but I didn't really fully understand what that meant um, until about a couple years ago, and that's when I decided I need to be responsible for my faith and make it my own um, and really started to pursue God. So now I am a Christian content creator on TikTok, um I'm also a student in a program for veterinary medicine and I have two more years left in that and I am from Arizona.
0: Nice. Well, thank you again for that. And so today we're going to be talking about the attributes of God. And you're pretty much going to take the center on this. And the Lord is I know the Lord is going to speak through you. So those of you that are listening or those of you that are watching, take out your pen, take out your paper you know, or your iPhone, iPad, whatever, this is going to be amazing. I feel like the Lord is going to lead this conversation and it's going to bless somebody. It's always going to bless somebody. So mm-hmm. Sam, without further ado, I leave it up to you.
1: All right. Well, first, I just want to say there's there's so many attributes of God. We could spend all day talking about this all week, really. Um, oh, yeah. So we're just going to kind of touch on some of the basics, some of the main ones and give hopefully give the audience um, what their appetites for this so they can go search further. Um, and we can't fully know everything about God, right? Cause we're finite human beings. We are right. the creation. So it's important to keep that in mind because it's really easy to go down a rabbit hole or get frustrated. Um, I know but that. I encourage, with me. Yeah. <laughs> I do you're that speaking a lot.
0: Truth. Yeah.
1: So I encourage you to, if there's something you are just struggling with, no matter what the topic is, just step away from it. Focus on what you do know, and ask God to reveal what you don't know in time, and He will. Yeah. So, and uh, kind of like Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of His law. So, what God wants us to know, He'll reveal to us, and we know that by His word, the Bible.
0: That's right.
1: So um, the first attribute is infinite. God is self-existing and he has no origin. He didn't need anything to create him. Um, so we can't mark any beginning of him because he's always existed. And Colossians one seventeen talks about this. It says, and he is before all things and in him, all things are held together. So everything revolves around God, creation time i mean we're come we are confined by time god is outside of time because he created Mm. time
0: and how hard is that for us to understand right
1: i think that's super hard things
0: our way are our time and we just pray like lord you know can it be done quickly Please? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Right. We
1: try to put time restrictions on God.
0: Mm -hmm. We forget. I think that's what it is. I think we just forget how, how infinite God is. And we think that he's existing in our time, but like you're saying, he's, he's not, he's not bound by our time.
1: Right. Exactly. And he's, he's present in all of time, eternity past, present and eternity Mm -hmm. future. So he's present in the future that, doesn't exist to us yet but he already knows the end and everything that's to come mm. so yeah. it's really hard for us to comprehend um, like just try to think about eternity and it kind of breaks your mind a little bit when you think like there's no end we're just there forever <laughs> The next attribute: he is unchanging he never changes like ever Um, There's no need for him to grow or gain new knowledge or like how we are always changing or learning and growing like he doesn't need to do that because he's self existing and all powerful Um, and all of these attributes they really work together. It's hard to isolate one from the other. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about this, some of the others kind of overlay that um, because that's just how big and great God is and even our words and these attributes probably don't do it justice to fully describe him. Mm-hmm. So, Malachi 3 6 says, I, the Lord, do not change. So, you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. God himself says he does not change. Um, wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah. God of all heaven, right? Does not change. And it's kind of hard to understand the fact that, you know, we as human beings have our emotions. And so Mm -hmm. we have our good days. We have our bad days. We have our days that we're just happier than other days or just, you know, maybe we're more angry or more sad or we, I mean, our emotions are constantly changing and we as humans are constantly, I mean, how many times have we changed our mind uh, about something? I mean even me i mean i'm i go sit at a diner right i open up the the menu <laughs> in my right? head on, on my way there i'm thinking okay i think i'm gonna have that because i've been there so many mm-hmm. times and then when i get there i'm sitting there like i don't know what i want maybe i want to try something new maybe i want to change it up what <laughs> and so it's it's interesting to see that the god you know it's impossible for him to change mm-hmm. and meanwhile here we are scrambling but like people like me looking at a menu and changing our minds all the time and then we're trying to put you know our limitations on god mm, you, know,
1: right. you know right we change our minds on like everything the big things the little things so easily
0: so yeah. easily
1: <laughs> um harper wanted to make a guest appearance
0: harper wanted to know where's the food at you know we're talking about menus he and that.
1: That. <laughs> right um And here you have God who not only did he create us and, you know, we fell away from him. We had the fall, Adam and Eve sinned. Mm -hmm. And so here when he's telling them that I do not change, he's talking to the Israelites. And if you know anything about the history of the Israelites, they were not always for God. Um, Here when they saw the big miracles, they had proof. They still rebelled against him. They still went and built like a golden calf. They did just crazy things. And you read it and you're like, how could you do that? Like, God is so obvious to you guys right. and you're still doubting I, him.
0: I, I yell at them every time I read it.
1: Right? Like, but we're the same. It's like exactly. we're yelling at them and we're I, the same people.
0: I, I yell at them and then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. And it, but, it's, that's why, the, I, you know, the Bible just says it. They Don't look at, you know, somebody and be so easy to judge, you know, take the plank out of your own eye first.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But the fact that even despite all of this, even when God was angry, he still didn't change. He still kept his promises. And so this attribute is so beautiful for the believer because we have eternal security. God promised us salvation to whoever believes and so we know that we have salvation if we believe in him and that can't be stripped away. Even God himself has to hold his promises right. because he is unchanging. Right. Yeah.
0: I love the the saying that says um, nothing you do could ever make God love you less and nothing you do could ever make God love you more. And it kind of goes with what we're talking about, right? God right. is just not changing, Right. His love for us is just so unconditional and there's just nothing that can elevate, right? Or decrease Mm -hmm. that type of love towards us. He's just, his love is just all there all the time. The same for everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's because he's unchanging, we can't add anything or take away from him. So we don't have to worry about that. He didn't create us because he needed us. He doesn't need us. Right. Um, I hear people say, you know, God created us because he wanted somebody to worship him or he wanted blah, blah, like fill in the blank. But he he doesn't need us. He he wants us because he loves us, not because uh, we could ever do anything for him.
0: I like to think of it as uh, just uh, the people that like you were saying that, oh, God created us just because he wants to be worshiped and all that. No, God in the Bible, he calls us his masterpiece, right? Mm -hmm. So I think of it as like, when you work on like a piece of art or a a painting or something, or you just create something, right? You don't do it just, um, you know, you don't do it with any, like really benefit. The the painting itself is not going to worship you, you know, as silly as that sounds, but you, you create it because it's, it's what you love to do. It's Mm -hmm. just something that you wanted to do. And so you love to do it. And I feel like that's just how God did. You know, God didn't create us like you were saying, just so that we can worship him. God created us. He wanted to, he wanted to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And before he created us, he knew we were going to rebel and fall away. And he had the whole plan figured out from the start, knowing what we would do because he wanted to, and he loves us. So I just think, that's super cool. Um, like a surety of salvation. What more can you ask for? Um, um, and then on top of that, God is self-sufficient. So like how we were talking about, he doesn't need us. Basically, God has no needs is what self-sufficient means. Um, John five twenty six talks about for as the father has life in himself. So he has granted the son also to have life in himself. So he doesn't need anything for life if we don't eat, we're going to die. We need stuff. God doesn't need anything. He is perfectly self-sustaining.
0: Maybe that's why I keep looking at the menu and I'm, you know, I need to to survive. Like
1: which one is going to be the most beneficial for me today? Which one is going to
0: hold me over till dinner time?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, He's perfectly complete within his own being. And there's perfect love and knowledge and community within the Holy Trinity, going back to that whole, he doesn't need us because he has everything within the Trinity, but he wants us. I don't know. It just mind blows me sometimes. Sorry.
0: No, you're good. It's just amazing to see how just God is. So the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, man, you know what? I know nothing about God, really. Right, right. Because I'm just like, he's just all knowing he's not nothing created him. And he's just like, man, go on, go for it, man. I'm just like, I'm nothing. What am I? All I'm doing is sitting here looking at a menu. That's it.
1: it. Having <laughs> that Ecclesiastes moment. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, there comes a point where I just have to be like, you know what, God, you are sovereign. And I cannot understand everything you do. But I this is what I do know. I know that you have a plan, you want what's best for me, and you love me and give me salvation that I did not earn, that I don't deserve, um, and I'm going to be grateful for that, and try to get to know you the best I can, but accept that right. I won't know everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right.
1: Because otherwise, you're going to like drive yourself insane trying to figure out everything. Mm.
0: No, I already have enough stress in my life. I don't need to I'm add sure. more in trying to figure out, right, who God is. Because I, I will never reach there.
1: Yeah. Um, I really like Ephes- Ephesians 3, like 14 through 20. It's a little longer, but um, I'm going to read that real quick. And yeah, then we can, it. like, talk about that. For this reason, yeah. I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us.
0: Wow. so That's that's a lot. That's a lot of good stuff, though.
1: I mean, even the Bible talks about how we're not going to be able to ever fully imagine everything that his power is capable of doing, nor the love of Christ. So just goes to add to his self-sufficiency and his like infinite being.
0: The love that we understand here on earth, right? That human love is just, doesn't even, doesn't even touch, like Mm -mm. doesn't even begin to, we're not even close to, to God. Right.
1: Right? Yeah. That unconditional agape love that God has like, it talks, there's a verse that talks about, it says we love because he first loved us. And I think that really shows the condition of the human heart is that when we love, there's usually strings attached. There's usually something for us, right? You're not going to love your husband if he is like, if he hates you or your wife, if they hate you and there's nothing in that relationship for you, you're probably going to be more likely to leave. Um, And that's what we are to God. Like we are... The spouse that walked away we are that person that the book of Hosea is all about that and that represents us walking away from Christ and Christ constantly going back to get his bride and so we're loving because he first loved us it's not that we're loving him because of all that he he is and we're just like one day woke up and decided to love him it's because we see all the goodness he has for us and all that he does Um, but we have nothing for him and he still chooses to love us
0: That's what, that's what lead us to God. That's what should lead us really to God. And even the Bible says uh, God's kindness, right? Leads us to repentance.
1: Exactly. But that's him initiating. He's, he's doing all of this for, for nothing really.
0: I mean, even at when Jesus was at the cross and before all that, when they mocked him, they spit at him. They just did everything that they could to get at Jesus and then the sin of God, I mean, the sin of humanity, um, fell upon Jesus. And I mean, God could even look at him
1: mm-hmm.
0: because of all the sin that he bore on that cross. And so what gets me is that even after all that hanging on that cross, um, he tells God, his father, he says, father, forgive them for they don't know what they do and to me those words are just like you know mind-blowing they they get me every time yeah because here we are and i feel like man wow that that's me right i fail god so many times i do things that probably don't please god i you know we, we just do we have so many imperfections as human beings and then god you know, he, he's that mediator and he, he goes before, uh, Jesus goes before almighty God and says, Father, for forgive Victor, forgive Sam, right? Because they don't know what they do. And so that love of God is just like, it gets yeah. me every time.
1: Yeah. Greater love, uh, no greater love than this than for a man to lay down his own life for a friend. And Jesus calls us friends. Wow. We're getting in deep. And so, because of that, now we get this this beautiful opportunity to get to understand God and learn about Him. And so, we're doing that right now by learning about the attributes of Him. And the next one is omnipotent, um, and that is Latin. And so, omni means all, and potent means power. So God is all powerful. Mm, yep. Yeah. Um, and basically, He has unlimited power. And Psalm 33 6 talks about um, this, where it says, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, their starry hosts by the breath of his mouth. So God just spoke everything into existence. Didn't have to lift a finger.
0: That also gets gets to me because it's like almighty God did everything and he spoke everything into existence But even though we think, oh, that was all easy. And and in fact, it was easy for God, but then God still took a day to rest. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what's that all about? (laughs) Right. Because he he spoke everything into existence and then and right. Nothing is really impossible or or hard for God. But I feel like there's a teaching moment that God wants to teach us when that is that he rested on the seventh day.
1: Mm I, I would have to look at the Greek for that rest because I would be really curious um if it means like rest like tiresome rest or to rest and like observe everything um, and admire it like there's you know the different types I
0: think I think that would make more sense
1: yeah but also it could be him being that example kind of like you said and saying like I know how I created humans and they're gonna need to rest so I'm gonna be this example. And set this example for them to rest on the seventh day and give it to me because that's what the seventh mm. day was meant for, to honor God right. um, after our, our work. So he created us to to work. He didn't create us to sit around and be lazy. Like It is in our soul, in our DNA to be working creatures, um, but to yes. also rest and have that fellowship with God.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that.
1: So when people say, "Oh, when people say heaven's gonna be boring," I'm like, "No, it's not. We're gonna have like jobs that we enjoy <laughs> to do." Like, yeah, I like yeah. animals, so I'd like to think my job is gonna be taking care of the creatures. Uh, but I guess we'll see when we get there.
0: Right, it's just a whole new world to explore. We'll see. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, and then Hebrews six eighteen it says, God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. So while we know God is all-powerful, we also know that he can't do anything that goes against his nature. So God can't lie, he can't sin, but he is powerful to do whatever he wants within his will. And I think that's something, like, Some people say that's a disconnect. Um, But I think once you fully understand all of his attributes and how they work together, it's really amazing how that works.
0: Yeah, they go hand in hand.
1: Yeah. So nothing can stop his plan. If he wills it, it will happen. Um, And that just gives us more assurance of if he has a plan for us, it's going to happen. There's nothing we can do or somebody else can do to mess that up.
0: Right. And it's just... I feel like, you know, when we're going through that fire, right? When we're going through that waiting season, it's so hard to like, we know, um, the attributes of God and we know that God knows everything, Mm -hmm. um, even to the very last page of our life. He knows it all and he knows what we need, when we need it, why we need it. Right. And so when we're praying for something and that doesn't come through it's so easy for us to just get discouraged because we're like, you know, I thought this was what God wanted. You know, I thought this was what um, God was going to bless me with. And sometimes we get so caught up in that assurance that, man, I've been praying for this with all my faith, with all my strength. You know, I've been w- doing everything that I could to, to get God to move on my behalf. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't happen, it's just like, discouraging yeah and so let's just take a little moment maybe there's somebody listening that has been praying for something for so long and we're talking about you know God being all-knowing right Mm -hmm. and and God knowing more so much more than we know and so maybe somebody's listening right now and they're just like I've been praying for so many months or so many years and it just doesn't happen. I feel like God is ignoring me or I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So what can we say to somebody like that?
1: Um, I would point them towards Genesis 18, which is the story of Sarah and Abraham. And they wanted a child for so long um, and Perfect. Sarah had been yes. praying for it been praying for it. Um, and finally, when the time came and an angel, I believe it was an angel, came and told her, you're going to have a child, she laughed um, because it was hard <laughs> to disbelieve. But then God showed his power and that He, if he wills something to happen, it will happen. Um, even though she thought she was too old in Genesis 18:14 specifically says, is anything too hard for the Lord?
0: The wow. answer is yes. no,
1: nothing no. is. <laughs> Um, And he goes on to say, I will return to you at the appointed time next year and Sarah will have a son. And indeed she did.
0: So always believe the word of the Lord. You know, things may not always happen the way we want it to. um, But if I always say I'd rather be in the will of God and just have the very minimal Mm -hmm. than to have everything and not be in the will of God.
1: 100%. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I, I personally learned the hard way, you know, from the time I was four, I knew I wanted to be a vet um, and I got into vet school and I got really sick and I couldn't stay in vet school. And I was mm. just, I had been searching in between that time and I was kind of like, you know, I grew up with the Christian thing, but I wasn't sure if it was something I wanted to stick with. Um, And so leaving school and having all that happen, I was like, you know, Eighteen plus years of my life was for for what a waste, um, and I was kind of mad mm. with God. But over time, He revealed why He did it, and like that is why I'm here today, talking and doing Christian TikTok and stuff like that because of that experience and Him bringing me back to the fold of God. Um, Jesus leaving the ninety nine wow. to get the one, the one stupid one oh. who wandered away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man but he did it because of love right always
1: does it because of love yeah so even if it doesn't make sense in the moment in the long run when you look at the big picture i promise you it will make sense when god reveals it to you and it might be in eternity he reveals it but at some point you'll know i love that so we talked about how he's all powerful and god is also all-knowing Omniscient is the word that we tend to use um And Mm -hmm. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10 says, Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say, my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. So this talks about God's omniscience and his omnipotence as well um, in this Mm -hmm. verse. So kind of how they all intertwine. Yeah. But that's, uh, God knows everything and whatever he wants to happen within his will, he will have it happen.
0: Right. There's no stopping that. Yep. And there's, that's again, that goes beyond what we can understand. Yeah. Because we, we as humans, we have so many limits, right? We, we ourselves put limits on ourselves.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have to sleep. God doesn't sleep. He knows everything at all times.
0: Yeah. We have to sleep. We have to eat you know we have to drink water like i'm doing now <laughs> we we need it it's part of what we need and then god just sits there on the throne not needing nothing not needing nobody right
1: and not only does god know everything externally like it's not like he's looking up just watching things play out he knows us. He knows our soul and our heart. And Psalm 139, 1 through 4 talks about this. There's a, quite a few other verses that talk about...
0: I love... That's actually my favorite. So go do you, ahead. Do you go have it memorized?
1: Do you know it? Oh. No,
0: I, no, I don't really know it, but it's my favorite. Okay, I, Every time... I know it's 139, Psalm so 139. So I... Yeah,
1: I, I love this one. So it says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. Yes. Mind blown.
0: Every every time, every time I read it or somebody reads it or I just hear it every time.
1: Yeah. No, amen. Yeah. And so he's omniscient. And now we see as well as being all powerful and all knowing. He is everywhere at all times or omnipresent. Um, And so Psalm 139, 7 through 10, I'm going to continue on with Psalm 139 because this whole chapter pretty much talks about this. Go for it. But 7 through 10 says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you.
0: That's deep. Even the darkness is as light before God. Kind of like what the podcast is named, at: "Lighting, Lighting Up the World, yep. Light Up the World, right? It's a dark world out there. But those who are in Christ, mm-hmm. right? Those who follow the Lord are in that light, exactly. right? Are in that 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 coverage of of God. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah. We are the salt and the light of the earth. That light, that yes. goodness of the salt, comes from God and the Holy Spirit indwelling us.
0: We need that. We need that salt. We need, again. It brings me back to that menu, you know. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Bringing back to that food, that delicious food. I, I, probably because I haven't <laughs> had lunch yet.
1: Yeah. So on top of that, for those who are more, I, I'm sure we're going to have all um, all levels in the audience of believers and unbelievers. But for those yeah. who are more advanced, something that like personally blew my mind is I thought hell was the absence of God. I didn't realize like God's God's omni- um, omnipresence and omniscience extends to everything, including hell. So God is aware of everything going on there. Um, but what hell really is is His goodness is stripped away from the unbeliever there. So mm. there, right, right now, we're all experiencing God's goodness and His grace and His mercy, whether you believe in Him or not. If you have breath in your lungs, if you're enjoying the sun and the the livable atmosphere, like that is all parts of God's goodness that will one day be stripped away for the unbeliever.
0: Man, talk about our privilege being revoked, right? Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't want any to perish and he has the grace and mercy to give us time to accept. Um, But one day, because he is just and he is a holy, perfect God, you will have to enact justice, whether that means justice by having your your sin paid for by Christ or justice by paying for it yourself. And that punishment looks like hell and eternal suffering. The next thing is wise wisdom. And we have a whole book in the Bible based off of wisdom. Um, teaching. I love that book. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite. That's actually my favorite book. So it teaches us how to, how to gain wisdom as humans.
0: It has all the, all the things, you know, if you you ever want a book that will really speak wisdom into you, that Proverbs is that book to go.
1: Like 100% a book to change your life and live by. Uh, And a lot of our moral principles for the unbeliever come from Proverbs. If you look at it, they all stem from there talking about, you know, you're pretty much you are who you hang out with, and yeah. Proverbs tells us don't hang out with certain people um, because they will influence you. There you go. But God, he he created the Book of Proverbs. He doesn't need it because he's already <laughs> wise. Um, yeah, he's perfect in his wisdom and unchanging. He's not growing, as we talked about. So because of that, uh, James one five says that if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. Who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you so we can gain our wisdom from god
0: and god doesn't just give wisdom he gives it generously right right
1: yeah he's not just like oh well i'll give you a sliver because you're kind of right. good. <laughs> no, he is he, a good he, father.
0: He, he puts more than one packet of sauce yeah. in there for you. <laughs> I mean, so
1: because I'm always on TikTok, it reminds me of like that sound. I'm sure you've seen it where it's like, that's enough slices. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, and yes, that's like, that's yes. what I think of as God giving us wisdom. It was like, okay, that's enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you ask, here you go. I got plenty to go exactly. around. There you go. Have some more, have some more. <laughs> yeah.
1: Very kind. Very gracious. <laughs> And he's faithful to do this. Uh, another attribute is he is perfectly faithful, even when we're not faithful, because mm. we can definitely be unfaithful. Second, Timothy 2.13 says if we're faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot mm. disown himself. And right, if we are, if we have faith in him, we're in him. So we're a part of the body of Christ. So he he won't disown us because we have that eternal security. So it all kind of comes full circle to what we were talking about earlier.
0: All right. Yes. A whole 360. I love that.
1: Yep. Very much. Um, And like that snowballs into his goodness. And like we were talking about the goodness of the things he gives us, even the unbeliever experiences his goodness because of his mercy and his grace. Uh, Psalm 34, eight says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And even when we don't think he's good, he is good um we just don't yeah. have that that infinite wisdom and that perfection and like the full view of eternity to understand what he's working out in his goodness Right,
0: taste and see right not just see but taste it taste the goodness of the lord yeah
1: so that's what so, for the, the believer and the unbeliever like you gotta dive in and really see what god is about before you can make a full educated decision
0: yeah, that's with everything, right? Even simple thing, things that we're going to purchase. You know, we want to try it out. We want to make sure mm-hmm. you know it's going to you know be beneficial for us. The the moment you get a taste of God, you man, there's no there's no going back. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason that the Bible says those that you know those that we, we are a new creation, right? The old has gone, right? Yep. The old is no more, right? We're completely new, transformed by the blood of God. Yes,
1: exactly. My favorite, one of my favorite verses. The yeah. no <laughs> old is gone, the new has come. Um, yes. And for those who who say, "Well, I've tried it and it, it doesn't work, or it wasn't for me," I would challenge you to say, "I don't think you you fully got a good taste of it." Um, I would I would go back and say, "Try it again." Maybe somebody, maybe you were in the wrong church who actually wasn't showing the goodness of God and like what he is or rightly being a good example of Christ. Um, And I've heard a lot of church hurt and things like that, but don't let that discourage you because God is good. And when you see it and when you fully get to know the real him, he is so good and so great. And there's just so much more than what you see humans represent him as.
0: Yeah. We are humans. We're flawed. We make mistakes. We, you know, we have, uh, just so many judgy Christians out there too, which is, I feel for those that are trying to get to know God, but, um, um, judgy Christians are just like, you know, stepping all over them, but you know what? We're not following man, right? We're following mm-hmm. God. We're, we're not looking at uh, what man can do for you. You know, it's not a, a service. It's, it's just more of a, a spiritual thing. We're looking at what God can do. So when you come to God, like even in just, you know, don't go like, if you say, well, maybe, uh, church hurt me or people in the church or people within the church, um, go and just kind of like lock yourself in your room and kind of like try and talk to God there. Say, Lord, you know, if, if you really exist and, show me something, talk to me, tell them how you feel, you know, tell them so and so I feel like, you know, this church or these people are just, they're not right. Or they, they said things, did things that hurt me that I don't feel like I should. Why should I trust you? Why, you know, and just God mm-hmm. wants to hear yeah. it. God wants to hear you open up yourself to him. And when you do that, when you open yourself up to him, he can just, uh, just manifest himself for you. Yeah, And there's been stories of people that just said, all right, God, show me. And God's revealed himself in different ways. But it's just, again, all about tasting and seeing how good God really is.
1: Yeah, And, and there's a verse that says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Um, and we talked about God can't break his promises. So if you truly yes. do that, he will draw near to you. And in time, he'll reveal himself to you. And I I mean, he's all powerful. So really, anyway, like for me, it was through my trials and struggles that he did that. For Mm. you, it might be some other way.
0: Yeah. You know, if you got a complaint about a Christian that you feel like is too judgy, go go to the boss, right? File a complaint. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
1: And just also know, like, we are forgiven for our sins in Christ. But the Christian, now that we have the knowledge of what is right and wrong, we're still going to have to answer before Christ as to what we did. We won't have to face the wrath of hell, but we still have to answer to him. Um, and I think like standing before your father and just hearing that I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. That's Mm. still not, that's not great for anybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like nobody wants that.
0: No, no.
1: So God, God will take care of it all in the end. Um, But don't let somebody else ruin your view of God. Go straight to the boss, like Victor said.
0: Awesome. Yeah, go straight to the boss.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we talked about how he's just a little bit, just right there. Um, And Deuteronomy 32.4 says, The Rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. So he's gonna he's gonna give justice to the believer and the non-believer. He's gonna repay every wicked act that has not been covered by the blood of Christ. And even though our view of justice is sometimes skewed as humans, uh, he knows what's best and what's right because he's fully perfect. We we've experienced sin and all of these things that kind of skew our views in life. And, right? Each of us have a different wow. view based off of what we experience, even as all being flawed humans we each have our different perspectives and so that's why we need to use god as our measure of righteousness and justice because he is the absolute truth and the absolute perfect Uh -uh. ruler for that
0: yeah wow so i'm gonna let you pick one final um point that you want to make that you really want to stand out um Because I know we're running a little bit short on time.
1: Um, I think something that we should point out is we'll talk about mercy versus grace because they seem to be used interchangeably in the church. Um, And I do want to highlight that while they go hand in hand, they are different. So mercy is not receiving the deserved punishment, um, but instead getting Mm. the compassion. So we're all experiencing the mercy of God And the believers will experience the mercy of God for eternity because Christ covers us. So we don't get that wrath and punishment of God for our sins. Um, Grace is an undeserved gift that you did not earn or deserve. And so the believers get the gift of grace. Um, We are saved by grace through faith. And that way we get salvation of Christ. That is that undeserved gift. We we don't deserve forgiveness of our sins. Amen. It's given to Amen. us without doing anything to earn it. We just have to have faith.
0: Freely given. Yes. That's awesome. I, wanna, I always like to give the opportunity for uh, the listeners or viewers, um, if they wanted to connect with you or if they want to follow you on your socials, how can they go about doing that? Yeah.
1: So um, most... I think all of my social media, my username is Sam, I am Krause, K-R-A-U-S-E. Um, that's for TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, what else do I have? I think that's all. Nope. I have Clapper, YouTube, and all yeah, the all the good, good things. So it's like <laughs> a Christian version of TikTok. So, But anyways, if you find me there, if you want to message me, if you need prayer or Biblical advice or a couple verses for an area of life. Um, Something, if you come to my live Bible studies on TikTok, you'll hear me say, I think we need to have a Bible verse for every occasion because John 3.16 isn't going to help you when you're feeling angry. Um, So (laughs) I think it's really important to add Bible verses to our armory for every occasion. When we're sad, when we're struggling, when we're happy and joyful, whatever the occasion um, so yes, you can find me, you can message me. My, my door is always open.
0: Awesome. Great. Well, Sam, again, thank you so much for coming in to light up the world and just continue on doing what you're doing for the Lord. I love coming up to your Wednesday Bible studies. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, so thank you
1: so much for having me. Sure. This was great. And I love having you in my awesome. studies
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's always great. So, all right. I'll see you um, when I see okay. you. Thank you. All right. Take Thanks. care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Light Up the World with Victor Caballero. I hope that this has encouraged, strengthened, and motivated you to get through another day in this journey we call life. New episodes are released every Friday. All episodes were released on YouTube first, followed by various podcast platforms. So, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel to be among the first to get that notification. And follow Light Up the World on your favorite podcast platform so that you don't miss a single episode. Finally, please help me spread God's light by sharing this podcast. Share this with as many people as you can. And together... We can light up the world one episode at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week.